With me right now, we have Grant Robertson, the Finance Minister. Evening, Grant. Evening, Heather. I think you're going to give us tax cuts at the budget, are you? <laughs> well, I did give a speech on uh, Thursday last week where I think the exact words I used were now is not the time uh, for, for unfunded tax cuts. So, um, you know, I don't give away what's in the budget, but I think I've been signalling pretty strongly for some time that there's a lot of need to invest in those public services we all rely on. So, yeah, I wouldn't be putting betting the house on that, Heather. But, OK, so you say unfunded tax cuts. You'd obviously then leave the door open to funded tax cuts? Yeah, look, you know, I'm not trying to dance around with words there. I don't think now is the time for, for tax cuts at this moment in the economic cycle. We've been pretty clear about that over the course of the, the last year. Um, if we look much further ahead to the election and beyond, as you know, um, the party, Labour Party will announce its policy close to the election for the future. But for this budget, I've been pretty clear. I don't think tax cuts are our priority. What about a tax bracket adjustment? Again, that's a tax cut, effectively, because that means that's revenue that the government's not getting, uh, and that's revenue that would then not be able to be spent on other things like health and housing and education. So that's effectively the same thing. I'm really gutted. This means we're just going to have to rely on big spending. So, 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 so we're we're down to big. You shouldn't really spending. be unexpectedly gutted, though, either. Well, I am because I'll tell you why I'm gutted, Grant. Because the trouble is. I kind of don't believe you guys anymore when you say you're going to spend lots of money on things like infrastructure because you haven't in the past. Well, obviously, I don't agree with that. I think we've done a significant amount of work on all manner of things in infrastructure and, and in public services and delivering them. Um, but you'll see the full package on Thursday and be able to measure up you know, the trade-offs we've had to make. And every single budget is full of difficult trade-offs and difficult decisions. And this one, perhaps even more so, given the tight economic conditions we find ourselves in. OK, well, if it's not going to go to tax cuts, what's the $4 billion in savings going to go on? As I say, we'll, we'll announce all of the budget details on uh, on Thursday. What I've indicated is that we've got four priorities for the budget. The first of those is around relieving the cost of living pressure. Um, we need to do that in a way that doesn't exacerbate inflation but, but supports people with the costs they're facing. We do need to invest in those core public services like health, housing, education and so on. We need to make sure we are being resilient with things like infrastructure and then we need to be you know, getting ourselves back to a much more sustainable fiscal position. So those are the four areas that I've worked on in putting this budget together. By the way, where'd you get the four billion from? Yeah, so we a lot of that's already been announced. So that's things like stopping the public service media merger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's moving back from um, some of the work that we did in things like um, the social leasing trial, the biofuels mandate, income insurance. Um, we also indicated that we while back now that some of the extra funding around three waters that we were going to put in isn't really needed mm-hmm. in terms of the new structure we've got. So it's a range of different areas. It comes across many, many parts of government. We asked ministers to go away and look very carefully for what they could find that was no longer needed in their area, and that's where it comes from. And COVID money. And COVID money. When are you going to stop spending COVID money on things that are not related to COVID? Well, this was money that had been set aside for a number of different elements within it. There is no longer a COVID fund anymore. So what happens is the money comes back to the centre um, and then it's available either to be used or saved, depending on what we want to do with it. But we borrowed it. We borrowed it for COVID, right? Should it not just go back to paying down that debt? 
Well, you know, we borrow a lot of the money that we have to spend on a day-to-day basis because that's the nature of being in government, not just our government, but many, in fact, every government um, before us as well. Um, it all goes into a central pool, essentially, and you can argue some of it is paying down debt as debt starts to come down in the future. But from our perspective, um, there's a lot of things we need to invest in in the here and now to make sure New Zealanders are looked after through this really challenging uh, time. That billion that you set aside for cyclone relief, how much of that is going to go towards clearing silt? That, the silt bit we announced the other day was outside of that. So we announced about just on $200 million for silt removal last week. Yeah. Uh, the, so that was separate, a separate announcement to the one we did uh, yesterday. Okay, and what is that actually paying for? Generally, literally pays for diggers and trucks and uh, so on to come in and uh, Are there and enough diggers and trucks? Yeah, look, that's an issue that's was been raised in there by a couple of people. Um, there is, but it has to ramp up. What we've done here is not say the government knows how to do this. We've um, got alongside the local councils working with them so that they can identify the priority areas for debris removal and to support businesses with sediment yeah. uh, removal. Um, and that will only grow over time. I have absolutely no doubt more money will go into that as we are able to identify the needs and the priorities. That's not the first time you've put money aside specifically for silk is it? No, what we did in the first round of emergency funding was just give grants to growers and just say to them, in this emergency situation, we're just going to give you the money that was delivered through the Ministry of Primary Industries. This is now a follow-up fund to that, and as part of the future work that we're going to do, particularly with the horticulture industry, I imagine silt removal will continue to feature as probably I know, it's one of the things they continue to want support for, and it will continue to feature in in what support we can provide. I see Michael Wood is considering rescoping, which is another word for potentially cutting a whole bunch of those New Zealand upgrade program roads. Are you going to give him some cash so he doesn't cut them? Um, I don't think rescoping and cutting are the same thing at all. I think actually what that's about is making sure that we look at the construction environment that we're in, um, you know, the availability of workforce, the increased costs, and we work out how we can still deliver these projects but do it in a way that's, you know, effective and efficient and and is, is gets us the work done in the in the best possible time frame. We're, so we're it's meaning not cutting lanes, aren't we? That kind of thing. Cutting it down. No, not necessarily at all. Um, you know, I mean, often with these big scale projects, you have to relook at your time scale. You have to relook at the sequencing of projects. That's that's just normal when you've got a really big project here. So I know Michael plans to make some more um, announcements about that. We've got a lot of the New Zealand Upgrade Program already underway. There's some of the bigger, longer term projects that, as I say, have been in the planning stages as, as part of over the last few years. And we now move to be able to implement them. But like all big projects. We may look again at sequencing and phasing. That's that's what happens with big projects. Have you read the newsroom article, What's Got Grant Robertson So Bogged Down? I read the headline. <laughs> it basically oh, I did read the lays, it, I did. You I did? did? It basically yeah. lays out the argument for, for you quitting. Are you quitting at the election? No, I'm not. Are you quitting before the election? No, no, I've got no plan to do that. My plan is to is to make sure that we get this budget done, we get out on the road and we sell it, and that I'm part of um, Still, getting us re-elected and being finance minister you're using again. You're using Jacinda's wiggle word there, isn't it? Because remember she said, I have no intention, and then she did exactly the thing she had no intention of doing, so there's, a, there's wiggle room in there. Well, no, I'm not trying to put wiggle room in. Okay, we will remember this, Grant. Anyway, thank you. We'll see you on Thursday <laughs> you. in Wellington. Thanks for your time, mate. There's Grant Robertson, finance minister. 
For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.